Slow Nation. As we proceed to give you all what you need. The information that rules the nation. Dallas Cowboys sports talk around the globe. Coming from yours truly, Law Nation Studios. Let's go. Got to grind and shine, baby. Be sure on your way in, smash that like button. Tell a friend or a neighbor where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and be y'all. As we always say, yo. Let's go. Turn me up. Say, ain't no party like a cowboy party. Shout out to you all. June 5th. The fifth month of June. That means we're getting closer and closer to real football time. For your mind, baby. Come on. Sharing is carry HBOs. That's helping the brother out, by the way. Shout out to those. And the SGs. That's the share game. Swat up, baby. Come on. You can also play this back on iTunes. Be sure to check us out there. As well as multiple YouTube channels. And on Facebook and Cowboys Experience pages. I really appreciate you guys so much for tuning in and being part of this episode. Let's go. Yeah. Flames. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Now, the title, it's kind of weird. You know, it's a rumor. It's not necessarily saying that the Cowboys them put that proposal out but you know blogging the boys have that on their website and we're going to share this information for you all to comb through and look through everything and shout out to those boys who do it who did a wonderful job as it relates to their research on this matter now my thing is as far as the dallas cowboys and receivers we need help at that there's no uh, strange, strange opinion to that far as for what we can say for right now. It's the area of the unknown, Cowboy Nation. It is, right? Uh, and and in, in this article, Cowboys News proposed a trade to send defensive tackle Tristan Hill to the Patriots for wide receiver Nikhil Harry. Now, in, in my opinion, Harry is more of a, I don't want to say this word, bust, but we're going to say that word, bust. I think that Harry underperformed more than Hill, in my humble opinion. Let me know if you guys feel in the same way, if you guys on the same lane, you know, because my thing is, shout out to you, Tommy Guns. Appreciate you and gaming. I see you, you know. She, I see you in there. We them boys. I, I like seeing that. Let me see some blue hearts. And then don't forget, Cowboy Nation, put down where you guys are from. I always love to know that. But, <laughs> you know, I, know what you, I, I, I see you in the uh, Facebook group. He said, Nikhil Harry, ah, 
<laughs> know what you're talking about. Shout out to you. Is this real? At this point, I cannot confirm nor deny. It's just an article so that you guys won't nail me to the cross with this one. Uh, I'm going to post and cite the information where I got this from. And uh, this is how they got their title. <laughs> so this is what I got. So click that link there and read what they are saying. Basically, it's like a swap. They failed in picking on Nikhil Harry, who's six foot four, two hundred and twenty-five-ish pounds, tall, physical wide receiver who can line up on the outside. By the way, but never lived up to his expectations on what they drafted him at. He was a first-round draft pick, I believe, at the later rounds in two thousand, and I believe of eighteen or nineteen year. That's the year that he was there, and um, the the best catch I've seen. Harry catch was against us. It was against us. That was the best catch. Look, Tom Brady, 2019, week 12, in the month. So, Tom Brady put that ball where only Harry could catch it, right? Or the outer boundary. Oh, my God, Byron Jones. That was the best catch I've seen him catch. And he caught a deep pass last year. Let me see if I can pull up my notes and we are watching long. I, I didn't do any film assessment on, on him all the way, but I do have some notes. So let's, so let's look at the notes, what have you. And Harry, you're going to see him cross the middle there. He's a physical guy. There's no targets on it, Cowboy Nation, so you will have to rewind if you can't see. And if you're watching via the podcast, just check out my YouTube video and you can see the image that I'm showing you guys. He is a... Tall receiver, six foot four, decent, subtle speed. Now, disappeared in many of games, stayed on the injury list, but this is a guy that have potentials beyond measures, right? And if you really want to say, okay, what did Tristan Hill did in these past few years, one can argue and say about what you see on the bottom of your feet. Not a lot. Shout out to you. Nathaniel, appreciate you. So that's Harry catching that deep ball right in the middle of the field, and he can high point it and bring it in. I think that majority of his catches, as you can see, he's a red zone threat. You put him down in the red zone, throw a fade ball to him, he'll go find the ball. Uh, we need burners, I agree, right? But he's a possessive type of wide receiver. And how they are talking about Cowboy Nation, T.J. Vasher, Hey, you know, I think that T.J. Vash should give him a chance and an opportunity to shine. And maybe just maybe you can see some of these things that we're seeing right here. This is the play that I was talking about. 31, check out the top of the screen right there. That's Harry. That's a fade ball to him. Only Harry and the outer boundary can catch that. That's the best play I've seen out of him, you know, being able to high point the ball. That was his rookie year. And then, of course, he helped his quarterback out by keep moving your feet. Don't get out of bounds. Keep moving your feet. He helped Tom Brady against this team, uh, the Bengals, what have you. Keep moving your feet. Keep moving your feet. Look for the ball. Nose the ball. Bring it inside. So that's him all in a nutshell, Cowboy Nation. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys. If it's Harry for Hill, let me know in the chat if you guys would love to see that. Just give me a yes or a no. And, or you could be like, nah, look, man, we got our own issues. We still trying to figure out uh, Simi. We, we still trying to figure out 
Ty, Fry Fargo, Brandon Smith, Dontario. You know, we got a lot of guys. Jaquari, you know, we got a lot of guys. And if you take away from the defense, at least with the defense, you got a guy that you can insert in to give these other boys a spell who came along, by the way. Just give Tristan Hill another year. Let's not throw him out like the baby with the bath water, right? <laughs> Let me see what y'all say over here. Uh, Harry is whack. This is my guy, Jay Lombardi. I trust his words. Uh, who, else? who else? Let me see. Now, Big Sarge, you talking about Leviscus Chenault? <laughs> hey, I'm all in on that one. <laughs> I can name two or three guys I can probably shuffle out, you know, for Chenault. I like LaVishka. Shout out to him. Texas boy. You know how we love that. You know, get on down over here. Tristan got to go. This is from Johnny Woods. And I, I've been I've been on this Tristan Hill movement for a minute. You know, although they, they took him over Warren Thornhill. Remember, I was saying, like, Rob Marinelli had a philosophy that he wanted to take the under tackle. And when we start talking about the under tackle and where they line them up and where they place them up and where they put them at on the field and these sorts of things. And, and of course, Tristan Hill, he's, he's a little, you know, fluffy than other guys that's on his team now. But uh, you guys remember I did this film assessment a minute ago, and we're just going to brief on it. I'm not going to play the whole thing, and I'm just going to stop it right after Rob Marinelli start talking. But let's listen to this right quick. Tristan Hill tape. Tristan Hill was drafted to be the under tackle for the Dallas Cowboys to get a feel, great pressure on the quarterback, stop the run, to showcase that speed, quickness inside. And we have yet to see that due to the limited amount of snaps as well as injury last season. He was coming along the way. A lot of three techniques, not many under tackles. Okay, what's the difference? So we don't know. The motor, I know, I, I, and that's my fault. But it's, uh, it's that motor of movement and speed, and guys can make a two-way go, and it's a guy that can take over a game with his presence. That's an under That's not a three technique. Not ours. <laughs> okay. That's my world. To understand. All right, all right. I'm not going to get into the details of the film. I just want you guys to hear that part of it and the philosophy and the mindset of thinking with John. I might say John Marinelli. <laughs> Papa Rob Marinelli, you know, the, the mindset of what he was thinking about with these guys. And it's time out for that, right? And we moved on. There was many a moons ago. And. I, I like what Brian Broaddus say, that there are no sponsors in the building for Tristan Hill. There's like nobody banging on the table saying, hey, Tristan Hill. And my thing is, everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. And the reason to draft Tristan Hill for what Rob Marinelli thought that he was going to get was a high motor guy, speed guy. That's going to see the hole, get through there, and, and none of that two, you know, two-gap situation. Just go straight up to the quarterback. One, the power. We didn't get a chance to see that. Two, the injuries. Well, we can't plan that, right? <laughs> you can plan a picnic, but you cannot predict the weather. And you can try weather almanac, but sometimes that weather almanac be wrong. 
So, uh, for far as what the Patriots did to go get Harry, they wanted to get a wide receiver for their quarterback, Tom Brady, at the time. Tom Brady was complaining about, hey, he didn't have any weapons, and he just got these teams of misfits. The only person that was out there was Gronkowski, and I forgot, it's the Julian Elderman. That was his wide receivers, and he was saying, like, look, man, I need some weapons. And they refused. They kind of pandered that thing that whole year. And then he ended up saying, hell, I'll retire or I'll get traded. You know, I'll ask for a trade or release from this team. And the Patriots was foolish enough to release him and got him a chance and an opportunity to pick the team he wanted to go to, right, with the most weapons. And he proven that, hey, if I had a wide receiver, I can give you a ring. And that's what happened, right? He went to a team that had un- ridiculous cap space, like ridiculous cap space, unbelievable cap space. And he went to that team. They gave him wide receivers. They gave him defense, and he won a Super Bowl, right? Right. <laughs> uh, shout out to JT Jameson Taylor. Shout out to you, Jay Worthy. Appreciate you guys. His trainer was making all kinds of excuses for Harry. Thumbs down. Uh Amadola and Elderman, right, right. Uh, trade here for 2023. Six rounder, at least you get something. This is from Saul. Uh, so, so you with the belief? Let's try to get something better than nothing. Somebody's <laughs> a bus for a bus, right? <laughs> y'all, man, look, look, I love y'all, man. Oh man. <laughs> I'll trade you your bus for my bus, you know, <laughs> straight up, you know, if no physical attach, we'll give you our bus and you take, we'll take yours away from you. Oh my goodness, man. All right. So who, who would you rather see Harry or Noah Brown? You know, Harry I can't say or Washington, you know, because when we look up, let me see if I got average stuff right here. It's abysmal. <laughs> 21 targets. I looked down the list when I was looking at the majority of the film. This dude literally had one target. He averaged one target a game. One, not two, not three, one target a game. And he had 21 targets. Uh, and, of course, he got a little over one target. It's like one and one and two, what have you. 12 receptions, 184 yards. That's a game for some people, right? That's a game. Give me, look, that's a halftime number. Look, for uh, Devontae Adam, that's a halftime stat. Like, hey, man, he had 12, 12 receptions. Uh, he, he's getting close to 200 yards, y'all. <laughs> Passer rating when targeted 66, uh, 15.3 yards per uh, reception, and then, of course, he had one drop out of that. So you can do your crazy, crazy numbers, and, and then you can do your thing from there to spread that out. Uh, Tristan here for Juno Smith is a deal. Who's Juno Smith? Oh, you talking about Juju Smith? Schuster? I don't know all of these wide receivers, you know, but I appreciate you, Jay Lombardi. 
All right, so let me go. Let me go right here. Let me go right here. What he did his twenty twenty year, I believe he had a little bit better numbers. Thirty three receptions for three hundred and nine yards, two tubs, two touchdowns. That's fifty five targets, thirty three receptions. Let's look at drop ratio. Uh, he had two drops, and um, he also had two touchdowns. Okay. Passer rating when targeting is 72.5. That's good old Cam Newton throwing him the ball in that year, right? And then his rookie year, of course, I think he had another two touchdowns. Uh, and one was a pivotal touchdown in the rain. In the rain. There go his 12 numbers, you know, 12 receptions <laughs> and 105 yards. Now, to be fair to him, uh, he had that injury, that freak accident injury, and he had to start the season late, and he came in and came on, and uh, and he did his thing for that short spell of time. He had two drops or what have you, and he's a possessive guy, not the guy that's going to take the top off the defense. Shout out to you, Jones. Thank you for jumping in. Cowboys for life, appreciate you as well. Appreciate everybody uh, that's on the Facebook, the YouTubes. Appreciate you so much, especially you guys giving the stars. Appreciate you. Uh, and shout out to you, Taurus Johnson and Michael Wood. Appreciate you for jumping in. So what did you miss, AJ? Peace. You didn't miss much, man. First and foremost, this is not, I'm going to just be clear, be very clear. This is not an actual proposal deal from uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Here we go right here. If I can pull up this uh, information right here. Give me one second. Here we go right here. Cowboys. News. Proposed trade sends to send defensive tackle Tristan Hill to the Patriots for wide receiver Nikhil Harry. So, like I said, this is not me fabricating news this is just me reading from this blog post and i shared the link already all right so basically what it states here proposed trade sends defensive tackle to the patriots for their tiring six foot four wide receiver and is from evan rear from the heavy.com the dallas cowboys and new england patriots are turning out a perfect partner for a potential trade that would give each team a much needed addition. Now, here's the craziest thing of it all, Cowboy Nation. I'm y'all know I absolutely like Michael Gallup, right? I I hate the fact that he had the injury. I know for sure. I know for sure he's able to move around <laughs> because he's working the court. We don't know if he can take a hit on the knee yet or the leg, or what have you, but we know for sure that he's moving around without crutches, right? Without a wheelchair. Nevertheless, I don't want the Cowboys to rush my guy, Michael Gallup. All of his injuries, every bead of injury that he ever had in his career was favored on that side of his leg. And I don't really want the Cowboys to rush him. So what they did was they went out and they scooped up James Washington. I talked about that on a lot of levels. They drafted in the third round Jalen Tobert, who's supposed to bring nastiness, the mindset. Even he came in saying, hey, he want to change the mentality for the team. It's Mr. Nasty time. Which 
one can argue and say, yeah, you know, that's just smoking mirrors. No rookie is going to do that. And especially drafted in the third round, he's not going to do that. But I come here to tell you guys that everything starts and everything happened for a reason. And I just want to say this just to be 100 with you guys. We don't know. And so far, this, these are the things that we can uncover. Can we have a wide receiver situation where we have problems at? Let me just pull up Gallup right quick. Shout out to Michael Gallup, though. Let me pull this up. And stroll down and show you guys this the entry of Gallup. As they say, Michael Gallup's injury index. Every injury goes to this part. This happened in 2020. You know, the hip strain. All right, this happened in 2021. The calf strain, which this is what happened in uh, 2019. Remember the knee, meniscus tear. Ooh, that sounds like it hurts, right? But that's a cleanup thing. You can be back in two weeks, right? And then on that same knee, ACL tear, grade three in 2022, last season, okay? And then, of course, this is way before he even got uh, into uh, football for the Cowboys, happened in 2015. So there is a chance in a situation. Man, that whole side is bad, ain't it? That whole side right there, man. Hey, man, he need to get somebody else's side right here, that right leg. So wrong with that right leg. Yeah. Hey, who got a good leg? Who want to donate their leg to Michael Gallup? You know, <laughs> that whole side right there has been, a, been an issue for him, right? But neither here nor there, uh, Gallup. I don't want them to stress out Gallup. I don't want them to rush him back because there was a player that they rushed back by the name of Blake Jarwin, right? After he got his coins, his paper, his bag or what have you, they were kind of like, hey, maybe we're going to get him back. Then all of a sudden it's him. Then all of a sudden his back. He, then he caught C-19. You know, it's just crazy. All right, my guy Jay Lombardi says, uh, I need to pull up that thing for Julio Jones, see where all his injuries were at, right? Uh, Julio Jones, Will Fuller. I think Will Fuller, he he got the case of the injuries too, you know. Let me see. I never thought about pulling up Will Fuller. I don't know if he's on this thing. Let's see. Let's see if we can pull up Will Fuller. Injury history. That thing might – look, they might have somebody – they might have that thing everywhere on Will Fuller. You know, hold on. Let me get – let me log in right quick. They want me to log in to check out Will Fuller. Hold on. While you guys are sitting here. Come on, get me in there. Get me in there. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody for uh, being part of this episode while I try to find my guy Will Fuller. Uh, log in. Huh. Don't want me to log in. I don't know if I can find Will Fuller. Willie Will Fuller. Uh I got the wrong access. Da, 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 da. Log in. There we go. Yeah, I don't have my password. Hold on. Let me see if I can pass my, find my password. But Will Fuller, let me see if I can do it this way. I can do it the cheap way. Hold on. Y'all bear with me. It's <laughs> one way or another, Cowboy Nation. Really appreciate you. When I typed in Will Fuller, it had things everywhere. But hold on. Will Fuller. Ah. Uh. Injuries. Get out the way. Already a member. 
It don't allow me. It don't allow me access to see Will Fuller on the fly right quick. But neither here nor there. Um, <clears throat> just signed T.O. already. No. No to T.O. <laughs> Backdoor law. They got like a uh, a thing that I got to enter my password, and I forgot my password for this site. Hold on. Let me see if I can um, type in another password. I'm going to try it. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Oh. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Got password. I'm stupid. Forgot password. Now you guys better send me their password. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Gmail. Dot com. I'm doing it for y'all right now. I'm going to extra yard success. Okay. They finished sending me the password now. You see how we building the play while it's in there. <laughs> y'all bear with me. Hail Mary. Yeah, you're supposed to give me. Yeah. There we go. And choose a new password. Oh, uh, 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 uh. My password, Eagle sucks. Okay, that worked. <laughs> okay, y'all should have been told me the password with Eagle suck. <laughs> All right, man. I got it now. I got it now. I got it down, huh? I can't stop a tank with no K. It's, here we go. Fuller. Here we go. Uh-huh. And here we go. Bam, boom, bada, boom. Eagles suck. That was the password, by the way. So I pull up Will Fuller. Can y'all see that? Let me know. That joke got, they got injuries everywhere on this man. You know, can y'all see that? Let me put your screen around. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about Willie, Willie you know. <laughs> Look, I hope, I hope that he, wherever he goes, that he can be the guy. But, man, uh, they, they said, as far as injury index, they gave me the high-risk thing. There's a, chances of injury for the 2022 season 95 percent they alive like 95 but hey well what i'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns but there's also <laughs> unknown unknowns things we don't know that we don't know so simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist wow okay so he's six foot 184 pounds or four three two uh, far as 40 time, and they said his injury index is a 95. Who else y'all want me to look up since it took me forever to pull that up? <laughs> Put that man down. <laughs> y'all, y'all, <laughs> you could not live with your own failure. Hey man, I'll pull up Julio, man. Oh my God, I think it's less than his though. Julio injury scale got to be less than his. You know what was Gallup's injury scale? Eighty nine percent. So uh, Gallup, you know, even though in this medium risk, you know, uh, who like their meat medium well, medium well, well done. 
Uh, so he's medium, man, you know, or medium rare. I heard that there's different levels to that. You know, I don't know, you know, but neither here nor there. Let me see if I can find the web link again and pull up uh, my guy Julio, my, my guy Julio uh, Jones. Yeah, right, right, right. Let me see if I can find Julio. Um, <clears throat> Julio Jones. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, God. Guess the number, baby. Y'all guess the numbers. It's in the 90s, so, so I'm going to let y'all guess the number. <laughs> By the fact, we won a Super Bowl during that time frame. It's in one of those 90s numbers. So I want to know, do you guys know the number? I want to see it in the chat before I pull up Julio. I, I got it right here. I want you guys to guess the injury index. Can y'all put it up there? It's in the 90s. We won a Super Bowl that year in the 90s. Uh-huh, 97, okay, 95. Come on, Julio got to be 95. 93 is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's where, that's where the guts went. Just dropped them. Yeah. He got every, all those injuries on that same leg. That, that, that body. And they break it down to it, too. Look at high risk injury. That's Julio, 93%. Uh, he had a shoulder deal in 2019, an ACL joint sprain in 2019. He hurt his hand in 2017, his hand. Uh, he sprained his thumb, uh, okay. And, and then in 2008, oh, I'm sorry, 2014, December the 8th, hip strain. And then in 17, another hip strain in the same spot. And, uh, oh, my gosh, look at this. I can't even, when I go there, it just pull up the whole thing. I can't even read it all. So let me, let me slide this stuff up like here. Let me give me, give me one second. So in 2011, hamstring 2011 again he pulled a hamstring so in november october and then in 2013 hamstring grade one and that's august the 5th and 2015 again another hamstring to a specific you know area and then 2020 i went away from it uh oh my god it goes all the way down and then 2021 grade two so it went from a grade one to a grade two in the 2020s you know and then we go over here uh knee strain and two that's 2009 at least and then he hurt his foot oh my god it goes old it go a whole the whole list <laughs> whole list of <laughs> cool. that's where that's where the guts went just dropped them so I, I don't know, Cowboy Nation. We should be good with what we got right now. I just write Jay from D.C. You know, appreciate y'all. I'll pass on him. More broken players, yeah. All right, so anybody else before I, I play this audio? And I got, I think I got somebody that, that's just waiting in the queue over there, but I appreciate you. Uh, anybody else who we – the list was all – the list was like that. Uh, uh, pull up Tyron Smith. Let me see if I can pull up Tyron Smith. And that list, that list may be longer as Shaq feet too. Let me pull up Tyron Smith. Okay. 
they don't have Tyron Smith. This website may not have guards, though. They may not have guards and tackle. Uh-huh. They don't have guards and tackle. This is a um, a fantasy football website, so they don't have uh, guards and tackles, unfortunately. But they do have Odella. Odell Beckham. Let me see if I can pull up him. And they do have his injury. I, I don't – is he – is he more of a? He'd probably be medium scale though. He's still a medium risk. It got him at sixty five percent. Although he had a lot of nicks, he got he just like uh, Will Fuller. I'm pull up here one time, bam, Odell. He just like Will Fuller with those injuries. Five eleven, one ninety eight, just dots everywhere, all over his body. And what I've noticed as a common pattern that is all on their right leg versus their left leg. Maybe because these guys are are pretty much pushing off on that leg. Maybe we can get a doctor on the channel or something like that to, to discuss the reason why it's on the right side, juxtaposed to the left side. And uh, maybe that's that push-off leg. They they kind of put all their weight, they jab, they cut in and off on that leg or that foot. And he had a lot, lot of injuries, and he's showing a medium risk, 65%. So... I mean, I'll take 65, you know, if you're saying that he's medium risk. I'll take that as a gamble or what have you and go ahead and get him and, and see what you can do with him. Of course, he had a lot of injuries, shoulder sprain. He, he all got this same little deal. What's this one? Back vertebrae, bruise in 14, 2014. And then he had his thumb kind of all jacked up. That's Odell Beckham, 4440. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a doctor. What's good with you, Doc? Why is why is it that leg? Why is that right side of the body, Doc? Talk to me, Doc. Call in, Doc. Let me let me know why, you know. Uh, so yeah, that 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 do kind of throws off that point because yeah, Gallup is a lefty, right? So T. Y. Hilton, Tyreek Hill, but no one for some reason pull up Zeke stuff. Zeke been a Zeke been a guy that been Barely injured, though. Zeke, if he's injured, he still plays. So I don't think Zeke only going to have like a few of them, I think. Zeke Elliott. Let's see if we can find Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. <clears throat> Y'all give me one second. This is this is becoming the injury report. <laughs> All right, good. Good grief. All right, let me pull this one up. Injury history. And they also have a thing called usage history. I and mean, we, we'll pull that up, too, in the future. But for right now, we pull up the injury. Uh, dang, he had a lot of injuries. They're going to go They go all the way back to when you was in college, too. That's a good thing. So let's go right here. We're going to pull up Ezekiel Elliott. There you go. And you can tell that's his rookie picture. They keep their rookie pictures up on this site. And if you look at Ezekiel Elliott. He got his chest. Somebody hit him in his chest. And then, of course, uh, this happened in college in 2014 when he broke his wrist. Um, and then uh, before that, tight hamstring pull in 2016, grade one. That man played through that. Left calf strain in 2020. He played through that. And then um, they said uh, in 2021, a knee sprain in October the 6th and 2021, a knee sprain in November the 7th and then November the 21, knee PCL 
tear, grade three. So the higher the grade, the more pain I believe, right? That's how it goes, or, or the lower the grade. Doc, let me know, man. Let me know. Break that down for me. I think the higher the grade, the more severe it is, right? Let me know if I'm wrong, or or let me know if I'm right. Uh, they, they put them at 78%. Chances of injury per game is 8.5. So that's medium risk, medium rare, right? Uh, appreciate everybody for jumping in. Zeke's still a beast. Yup, yup. Law, we played some good running backs this season. We do. And when I looked at that schedule, Jay Versick, I appreciate you for getting me back on the page right here. When I look at that schedule, Jay Versick, one thing that I do see is most of those guys are on the latter end, especially the Titans or what have you. And, of course, if you look at the Eagles to say, well, they like to run the ball, we played them early, then I think we played them late. So I can't wait to see that. Uh, grade three, uh, Tommy Gons, appreciate you, Seth. James Washington, <laughs> pull up, pull up, James Washington. Eagles suck. I appreciate you for saying that. By the way, that's the uh, passcode to my account. So you just type in Eagles suck. <laughs> suck. <laughs> three is a complete tear. Just from Rod Ferguson. Okay, appreciate you. So the higher the grade. The worse off it is. Okay, I'm learning something. Medical law over here, baby. Can't, can't, can't mess with it. Medical law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me, medical law time for your mind. All right, so I got this audio right here. We're going to listen to uh, Parsons right quick, and then I'm going to bounce off of that. And then we will be open to phone calls uh, down that down that situation there. Really appreciate everybody. Let's listen to Parsons right quick, and I'll give you guys my thoughts of what he said in this interview. Uh, just I just feel way more comfortable in the defense. Um, Let me know if y'all can hear Just audio. understand where I'm supposed to be at. My coverage, my alignments, just, I just feel so much clean and, like, refreshed this year. I'm not in a panic. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be back out here. Game a little slower to you a little bit? Yeah, a little, a lot slower. I mean, I think just everything's clicking for me right now mentally. What have you done workout-wise uh, to get better? Are you bigger, faster, stronger? What have you done? You have done anything to focus on? I ain't changed nothing from the years past, you know. Okay. I just stick to my routine and just how I get ready, and that's just play hard, you know. Did you get a little lighter or bulk up anywhere else? Nope, I stayed at the same weight. We give a lot of fun this offseason. Uh, first pitch, hockey games, just enjoying. Yeah, I'm just enjoying Dallas, just doing new experiences, you know. <laughs> just enjoying the new experiences, going to places I've never been. Um, just enjoying life and what comes with it, you know. Life is just so short nowadays. Figured out the puck thing. Yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's been having a blast this offseason. And, of course, we've been seeing things around the Cowboys community that these guys are pretty much hanging out with each other, staying in town, not going out of town. And that's what you would like to hear and see that guys stand put. Of course you can go to Vegas. Of course you can go to Miami. Of course you can go to uh, the massage parlors and everything else. And, of course, you can have things to come up about that that can impact your game in a negative way. 
But Parsons, he said, yes, I stayed the same height, the same size, and I'm looking to pick up things a whole lot faster. And I like hearing these type of things. Eat more raw meat. This is from Greg Berry. I, I, I don't know what to tell these guys what to do. Um, get it out of your system now. This is from Leon Lewis. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, and what I, what I saw out here, uh, I think I retweeted it out already. Y'all bear with me. Oh, that's me. It's a picture of me. All right, let me get out of here. Come on. How to get back to it? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And even Dak Prescott, he was out with Mike McCarthy, special appearance at a Kenny Chesney concert, I believe. And he sang the boys of fall. Unreal. Now, this is my first time hearing of a Kenny Chesney. You, you guys can educate me and let me know who he is or what I think is, it looks like country music or what have you. And it seems as if though they're having a great time, but the first original picture that they put out there, people thought that that was Cole Beasley, but that's Kenny Chesney. And they're going to go and grab a kid out of the uh, stands and they're going to pull him up on the stage and give him a helmet. So we do like seeing these guys being loose that's Coach Mike McCarthy. I know for sure he couldn't do that in Wisconsin, right? <laughs> and I definitely know for sure he didn't do any of those things, like going out with the video camera being all in his face up in Green Bay land. See, they pull a kid out of the stands, and they're going to take his helmet off, and I think he's wearing a Jason Witten jersey. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to put a helmet on him. They put the helmet on him. And I, I do like seeing this in the Cowboys community and do these things win your games. No, but to give you unbelievable rapport with the head coach and Rain Dakota Prescott and some kid that they done pulled out of the stands and Kenny Chesney, you know, so that brings up a lot of things, Cowboy Nation. Not like saying this, by the way. You know, not saying that Jason Garrett would have went out to a Kenny Chesney concert, but it is what it is. Uh, what's up with you? <laughs> uh, Dak looked bigger, stronger. Yeah, he looked like he's fit. You planning to cut your leg? Okay, you talking about the leg situation? Yeah, uh, massage brother. <laughs> they could be a lot of places, man. Uh, money out of the you-know-what. <laughs> Law, worth going down to Kenny Chesney, Rabbit Hole, whether you like it, country music or not. A lot of good songs. Okay, so it's country music. Help me out because I, I, I was a, a quasi-music major <laughs> in high school. You know, you kind of do the music thing, and then you go off to college, and then you say, well, you know, I, I would dib a dab a little bit in music, you know but not that much of country. So if you can help a brother out, list me the top five Kenny Chesney songs, and, I, and I'll try to get into the minds of the Dak quarterback, the, Dak, the Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott quarterback, and as well as the head coach, to get into the minds of why they like Kenny Chesney. You know, I, I want to get to know what they know, you know. So y'all help me out. List me his five top songs, and I'll listen to Kenny Chesney. I, I can't play it here, you know. The YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram will take me down. Quick, <laughs> pretty quick. When you guys got into some of the team drills today after they were done, looked like you and Trayvon were doing some trash talk with Dak and, th and things like that. 
how does that, you know, I understand that in this offseason you guys don't get a lot of really competitive things. What does that kind of bring out to you this time of year? Oh, uh, it just brings out the dog just a little bit early, you know, just trying to bring out the best of us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's a great look that we're going to get for what we're going to see week one, week two. Obviously, a very good quarterback, top quarterback in the league. Um, so just getting that that type of competition, those type of reps in, is good heading to what the uh, schedule we got finished this year. How can Micah build out that can be better? Uh, Micah just got to put his head down and just work. You know, forget last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm really just focused on this year and what I'm going to do. I'm not even thinking about what I did before. I'm just thinking about how I can be dominant this year. Uh, you know, it, it's a blessing. You know, obviously, uh, with after OTAs, we're going to have a break where I can really tap into them. Obviously, I've been working out different places, but um, during this break, I'm going to have to be in Dallas and have a good time time frame just for me and him to get a one-on-one listen to it i'm gonna be in dallas and and just have my time to be one-on-one with the marcus where believe it or not cowboy nation you know who else used to work out with the marcus where hmm do you guys know and i was sitting there like hey That need to be D-Law. You know, that need to be Randy Gregory. I'd never seen a clip of Randy Gregory at the time working out with DeMarcus Ware. Not saying that they didn't hit each other up and say, hey, man, let's go work out together. But Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald would work out with DeMarcus Ware, working out on hand movement, shoulder dips, how to get there to the quarterback. And he was a defensive tackle. It's been a minute to see my guy work out with, you know what I'm saying, with D-Law or what have you. Uh, this is just crazy, but let's listen to these guys. Tape of him and how he does his business. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of him. I watched a little bit of everybody this offseason, just learning how different people play and different people uh, react to things. But, uh, you know, I just, I'm going to play my own style, though. You know, yeah, I think yeah. everyone's different, but how he saw the game, his reads, I could I can adapt that and absorb that knowledge from him. On the other Demarcus note, Demarcus Lawrence was saying he's like last year I let a rookie beat me in sacks. I want to retake that. Watch this dog. When you hear that? Does that make you want to compete, or what goes through your mind? Yeah, it I'm makes me it makes me want to compete. You know, it's healthy <laughs> for the locker room. I want D Law to step up. I want him to be who he is. Um, I'm not taking that away from him, but. Sorry, telling him he's never getting that back, ever in his life. You know, he, he's going – he got to enjoy it. He, I want him to get all the enjoyment that he possibly can, feed his head so he could be a 10-sack guy, great. But if 10's the number, I'm going for 20, you know. Um, you just got to just go out there and compete, and it's just going to be a race to the quarterback, you know, like it or not. So uh, I'm excited. Hey, that dude said uh, – Parsons said, look, he would never get that. Never in his life. Y'all don't understand, man. That That's dog mentality. Like, yeah, I understand what he said. He want to be a double-digit 10-sack guy. Or he want to lead the team in sacks. He would never. <laughs> to this day, he would never get that again. And if he, getting, he, if he shoot for 10, I got you 20 feel like you did kind of spark something in him with the year you had last year, kind of inspired him a little bit? Yeah, you know, uh, I don't think you got to be an example um, by talking or boosting people up. I think if you play hard, people just want to play with you and um, 
be on the same page. And, you know, I think um, him getting someone else that challenges him and plays the same way as him on his defense maybe spark the D-Law y'all saw from way back when. Um, so I'm um, just excited. And, you know, he has something in him that I don't see many people have. And, um, and that's just a dog, you know. Do you, do you expect the, the attention to increase this year from opponents? Uh, they're looking for you now in comparison to they really wasn't sure until the season progressed. I mean, they was looking for me last year, you know. I mean, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be more challenging. Like I said, I never back down from a challenge. Woo. You, The good ones, just great ones, just find a way. And no matter what comes out. I love my community. Look what somebody just sent me. Just just, just like that, man. Look, look, look these people, man. Y- y'all y'all are real MVPs. I, I talk it and y'all spoke it into existence. This is, and of course, this is nothing to do with, dare I say, with what we're talking about now as it relates to uh, watching visual evidence of D-Ware working out with Parsons. But this is D-Ware working out with Aaron Donald. We see it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That should have been Randy Gregory. That should have been D Law. Get their hands inside. Look at that. Woo! Look at that, man. So you got a wealth. You got a wealth of resources. And I can only imagine. Now, I do like the fact that Michael Parsons was saying, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I like his skill set, but I'm still be myself. Which, granted, that's what greats do. They take a little bit of this person's game and sprinkle some of mama's cooking on it. They take a little bit of that person's game and sprinkle some of mama's cooking on it. And then all of a sudden it becomes a beautiful recipe. I love it. <laughs> so uh, this is what DeMarcus Ware helped out Aaron Donald with, right? Both of those guys got Super Bowl rings. Uh, how about that, by the way? And no way when you look at Aaron Donald, his size, you would think that he's a defensive tackle, by the way. He's a monster. You know? <laughs> can we call D-Ware back? It look like D-Ware can still play. Can we call D-Ware back and be a pass rushing specialist? Look, that's all we want you to do is just on third down, just rush the quarterback, D-Ware. Can you please come back, man? (laughs) I think that he can still give us at least a minimum of six or seven sacks, right? That would be teams trying to look at D-Ware and say, you know what? Just off of principles. Slide protection his way. <laughs> Slide extra protection on that side. Let me know if I'm wrong. I mean, I know things going to be frustrating, but I got to find a way to get home. I got to find a way to make plays because that's what gets me going. You mentioned being more comfortable in the defense. What about locker room and dining room and meeting room? Are you more comfortable there? Yeah, How you know. How does that make? Um, it makes a huge difference, you know. Now, I felt like last year I couldn't, like, open up about how I felt. Um you know, what I was thinking, you know, just because you kind of got a rookie label on you, and it's hard to speak up when they're like, oh, you don't know what Listen. you're talking about. But now that I got a year of experience, you know, I'm able to be a little bit more vulnerable with the guys, explaining, like, what I like to do, um, what I don't like to do, what helps me if you do this that way. 
and just having that open communication this offseason just been really good benefit for the guys and I mean, I think look at the way we're practicing and we're looking at the film. We look so much better than we were starting last year. So um, that just goes to show like what that year of experience that we all had together what, is doing. What's an example of something you've mentioned in film room teaching, whether it's the rookies or just your teammates generally, of a way that has helped you or something you're doing? What do you mean, like? I mean, is there something you were telling them, like, hey, here's how I use my hands in this way, or here's yeah. how I transition between positions about? Yeah. You before you go into details there, I appreciate everybody for watching. Be sure to hit that like, share this content. This is an interview uh, with Michael Parsons with the Dallas Cowboys media. Shout out to those guys over there. And I really appreciate their hard work and dedication. So be sure to find the video on uh, DallasCowboys.com and comment there. Let them know that they're doing a wonderful job. Okay. And um, here's the thing, Cowboy Nation, with – what he said about being vulnerable. See, a lot of people, a lot of people look at humility and they say, okay, it's, it's impossible for you to be humility, right? It's impossible for you to give up your feelings. They say a man ain't supposed to cry, right? <laughs> I ain't finna get into that situation, but neither here nor there. By Parsons saying that now I can show my softer side so that they can take of what I really need to display, what I can really bring to the table. And he couldn't, he couldn't give that out last season because he was still learning and he couldn't be like, hey, this is where I'm weak at in this moment because the veterans might pry on it, right? The veterans may say, okay, and run and tell that back to the, uh, to the owner or back to the coaching staff that Parsons is weak in this moment. Sometimes as a leader, you got to reveal you got to reveal your weak spots, right? So that when they start to pick upon those things, you can also say, well, this is how I compensate. Right. And everybody and anybody that's listening, you all got a weak spot to you. Right. Whether it be your son, whether it be your daughter, whether it be your own mama, there's a weak spot to them. And it's a weak spot to your mental makeup. So it's good that Parsons is able to say, now these are the things that I can now exhibit without hesitations nor deviations. You know, um, I'm going every other day with the D-line and linebackers. And, you know, when I'm with the linebackers and we got four rookie guys, and I'm explaining them, like, man, like, don't take what Coach say too literal, you know, because, you know, when they dropping, they say, Coach say relate to two, they're going all the way after two. I'm like, bro, just always remember, you just got to be a baller at the end of the day. Yo. I was like, if you're making plays, he probably won't say too much to you, but don't take it too little. Like, be comfortable out there. Just enjoy what you're doing and have fun with it. Don't overthink. He's like, I'm thinking, don't think, you know. Um, if you're going to make a mistake, do 100%, you know, so that way you fix it and you're still playing 100%. That's why I always tell the young guys. And then, you know, um, Sam came up to me t even today and said, you know, how do you know when to go inside? And I'm like, man, I'm reading half his body. You know, and I said, um, the best thing Lael Collins told me early on when I was learning how to pass rush, she was like, man, you got to make him fear one thing. And, you know, I make him fear the speed and then everything else can go off that because they got to respect you in some aspect. They got to fear the speed, fear the power. They got to fear something about you that's going to make them set just a little bit different. And I was like, once you... 
you uh, show that, then you could do all your counters, all your moves and things that you want to show, but they got to respect you in some aspect. Is there anyone else on the team who's going back between position, back and forth between position meeting rooms that you know of? No. You know, it's, I think it's going to be a real fun year about what I'm going to do this year. No, nah, I just do that just to warm up. I just want to warm the engine up. I keep telling uh, Coach George, he's like, you got to get out there early. I said, bro, I was like, you do realize we're not allowed to go on the field till 1130. I said, man, this ain't no car. You got to warm this engine up. I said, this is, <laughs> this is horsepower. I said, I can't just go out running no more. I said, I'm feeling that stuff now. <laughs> you ought, you ought to put a, put a bug in Fossils here by kickoff return. You know, you know Hollywood. You, you know Hollywood Henderson. Yeah, I do. He, um, he ran. He returned kickoff. Did a couple reverses. Hollywood was a. Dick. <laughs> Hollywood was doing that stuff on a whole another level. And, and let me tell you guys, he was on some stuff that gave you more than wings than what what that red bull can give you. So shout out to Hollywood. Was he the guy that won and hit the lottery twice? Y'all let me know. Put that in the comment box. He was able to – actually, you know, it's funny. I, actually, I met him at the Earl Spence fight, him and Ed Tuto. Right. Um, which was great to see them guys and see how they welcomed me and to meet those guys. And he was like, hey. He's like, you got to watch my tape. Didn't know who he was. I watched his tape, and I sent the bones the next day. I was like, man. <laughs> I was like, you really holding me back. I like, see what's going on around here. Yes. But, you know. That's the uh, secret weapon on kickoff return. But there. as long as we got – as long as Tony Pollard stay healthy, I think we got the best return man in the country. So, um, I'm confident in that. That's for a trick play. I know – Tyler's only been playing tackle for a couple days, but just what are your early impressions of going against him? Uh, I think Tyler's going to be a really good player. I know um, to some people it probably wouldn't be what they expected, but I think, man, we're all really excited about him, and I think uh, he's a strong kid. He gets his hands on you. I don't see too many people getting away when he got the best of a lot of guys here in practice so far. Really made a great impression. Um, I'm excited to see a step forward. It seems like he knows exactly the type of player he wants to be and what steps he's got to take. And I think he got the best tackle in the game to look from. You know, he got Tyron Smith in front. He still got Zach to learn the guard position and tackle, whatever he's learned. I think he got some true Hall of Fame guys to learn from. And I think he's stepping into the right shoes and showing exactly what we wanted to see. You know, he got some of the big guys. And he's like, oh, man, he, he got some strong hands. So uh, I'm really excited about him. Strong hands, yes, indeed, man. So y'all check that out on Cowboys.com. I wanted to replay that for Parsons, man, his mindset. And, yes, you guys were right. Henderson did win the lottery or hit the lottery. My guy Big Sard said, twine for your mind. That joke hit it twice. Shout out to Coach Marvin in the house, too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> your Hollywood Henderson, Hendog. We hit that C twice, you know, hey, in the huddle, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Um, but we was different, man. I, I think Hollywood, he called, I uh, heard a documentary, uh, him and Tom Landry, he called Tom Landry Plastic Man or something. But it is what it is, man. Uh, Cowboys, different team, different type of environment, and we need guys like Parsons out there on the field, right? And we need what he brings to the table to sprinkle down to Sam Williams and to the other guys. Big Cat that's on this team trying to make this team. Uh, and anyone else, right? Uh, Aaron, uh, I think it's Aaron Henderson, you know, uh, Alfred. I think that Hansford. Hansford, yeah. 
I was looking at his film the other day. So, yeah, uh, there's some guys out there that can make a name for themselves. Story Jackson, right, in a few weeks when they fly out there to auction hard, what have you, or the next month or what have you, and I think it's next month, right, or the month after next, whatever. They got to be ready. And there will be some news around the way of the Cowboys picking up someone. But before I, I uh, get into other details, for those who just now tuned in, uh, that the excerpt that we talked about with Harry came from blogging the boys. I posted information already uh, that was in the chat. And on top of that, Harry, that what they said is that let's do a trade for a trader, even swap. You get Harry, we'll give you guys heal or what have you, or we'll take heal from out for you. I think that I'm always in favor of defense. I'm just I'm just built that way. Give me more and more things on the defensive side of the coin. Let this camp go all the way through. And if you want to pick up another wide receiver, uh, if you want to go the uh, veteran route, T.Y. Hilton, um, or if you want to go Julio Jones, Will Fuller, or those boys, then maybe. But for Nikhil Harry, he's a six foot four guy that never lived up to his uh, expectations over there in Patriots land, but he is a red zone target. And I think that if he come over to the Cowboys land, it will be more of a regressions from the other guys, right? The guys that you really need to see, maybe the Jalen Tolberts or the TJ Vashers in that spot. Um, who else we have? Uh, Simi Fihoko. I, I want to give those young guys more and more opportunities, but I'm not afraid of iron sharpening iron steel sharpening steel, right? Curious. How how many have been a fan for 40 plus years standing alone? I don't know. Uh, this is the play. That's the one play that really caught in my mind uh, standing alone, you know, is this one right here. The uh, the touchdown that was on Byron Jones. But speaking of that, Cowboy Nation, let's listen in to MJ. He's been patiently waiting on the phone, man. What's good with you? You live. What up, fam? How you doing? Man, I'm well, man. Happy uh, Sunday to you, man. How you doing? Oh, happy Sunday, bro. Yeah. Just did that uh, to do the Run Your Canyon. Hike three miles every Sunday. Okay, you run three miles up the hill. You yeah, you in true. L.A., L.A., right? Yep, Hollywood. Hollywood, all good, yep. So you run three miles every morning or? <laughs> every Sunday. Every Sunday, okay. Yeah. I used to do it five days a week. Uh-huh. But you get, I got old. I'm like, shit, get that. <laughs> get that. <laughs> you know, last time we talked, man, you said you, said you ran a, four, a four two, four two nine, man, a 427 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now yeah. you see what happened? When what you happened? showed that uh, with the hamstrings, yeah, yeah, that what happened to me. That what happened to you, yeah. As as I got faster, I kept pulling my hamstrings. Like, what mm -hmm. the hell? I tried everything. Mm -hmm. I was stretching, and I'd be running good, and then whoop, strain, yeah. strain. Yeah. Like man, what the? Uh uh. Yeah, and I got it's crazy. The same thing. Hamstring, hamstring. I'm like, wow. Wow, MJ, man. You you a legend, man. Uh, talk to me. So what you got for this episode, man? You hear what I've been talking about, right? You, you've been probably here since I first clicked on the star button. So talk to me, man. What's on your mind? Hey, man, I'm thinking of uh, how you notice uh, that receiver 
he was the top pick, Henry, but what happened, he was the only receiver on that team. Uh-huh. So we don't know. He come on the Cowboys team, he could be the number three, number four, and pick up big numbers or number two. You never know. Yeah. So I never, I never estimate, underestimate guys, because that he, he he throw to all his receivers. He do. And I'm showing you. I'm looking at your tape while I'm talking to you. Right. Getting open and and he's six four. Cowboys love receivers like that. So that might help because one of the D tackles is getting cut. One and somebody and now all these D tackles gonna make it. You're right. Somebody, I smell cut action somewhere. You know. Yeah, uh, because they move your boy. He uh, from Iowa. He played D tackle now. Uh-huh. So Tristan Hill, that might be a good trade for Tristan Hill. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying conflicting heights. So normally, since it's, since one website saying he's six two and a half, the other website saying he's six three and a half or six four. So let's, let's just say he's six three and a half, or or let's yeah, just say he's six three. Yeah, he's six three. But, but go with it. Go with good. it. Yeah. So you think you think, think there's a lot of potential in him, huh? So he got a lot of potential. He uh-huh. just never came out playing for us. You know, look at the plays. I'm looking at the plays while you while you showing it. I'm like, man. Kid, this kid, if we come to the Cowboys, I'm telling you, Dak Prescott been making a lot of receivers money. Like I tell you, Washington is mm-hmm. going to be good. And you made one other key. I do not want them to bring number 13 back. If I had it my way, and just think of all the receivers playing really good. And they got a good, and it's a fourth game, and our receivers killing it. Right. I would not bring – I let number 13 sit out the whole year so he could be fresh. I wouldn't even play. I, I think That's that – I, I, my thoughts on Gallup is don't rush him. <clears throat> yeah. Just just don't rush him. I, I think that Gallup is a, a – I think the world of Gallup, uh, I like his skill set, like what he brings to the table. I just don't want him to be rushed. But, but my thing is if he's healthy week one and if he's healthy – then let him let then let him play, but my notion is or my thoughts of it is it's just don't rush him though. Man, look at the tape. That kid is not bad. I'm telling y'all, man. That no, kid no. could play. He put no, him no. with Ceedee Lamb, Washington, and the, <laughs> and the rookie, and somebody else. Man, they gonna man. Y'all don't understand what we got. We got we got weapons, man. And Dad Prescott. It's been making them receivers look good. Just like you made your boy from Green Bay look good. Right. You made Wilson look good. They all got contract. Now I'm going to see what Wilson do this year. And then the guy went back to Green Bay, <laughs> and he <laughs> didn't do bit. nothing. You talking about Randall Carr. Yeah, you're right, yeah. man. But but what else you got for this show, uh, MJ? Man, I'm just excited. I've been looking at the tape. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be really good. I think Lamb, Lamb's going to have a big – C.D. Lamb gonna have a big year, man. Oh man, he's gonna do good. Y- you and know, I'm not worried about Todd because I I get tired of people keep thinking uh-huh. that we lost a lot and we didn't. Mm-hmm. These boys got better since their second year. Some of them players and they started. It's not like it's their first time starting. A lot of them second year players is gonna be better, bigger, stronger, faster, and they know the the game plan for the defense. Everything is working right. 
how the Cowboys won it, man. I'm no excited. Doubt. I appreciate you, man, MJ. Thank you yeah, so bro. much, fam. DC for life. Let me hear it, fam. How about them Cowboys? Yes, and play indeed. my crybaby song. <laughs> I got you, Chief. I got you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, from Marv to now Coach Marv. I mean, the Marvs are running the world over here. Coach Marv, man, what's good? How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm well, I, I, Coach. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you on the phone, and I'm watching you. As your highlights there mm-hmm. of, of Gary, of, of Henry, and um, and also when you show your little clips of the Cowboys and C.D. Lamb. Right, right, right. Man, you know something, Law? I want you to, when, when you watch your, when you go back, I just want you to just take a look when you, you show those clips of our passing game, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And just watch how much room or how, how disrespectful teams play our running backs when they come out of the backfield. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, let me. Let me just, just, I'm gonna click I, on the dog Schultz. I want you Schultz. to watch every time, yeah, I'm putting even Ezekiel or yeah. Tony Pollard, how teams just donate this one linebacker to our guys, and they just and they give give them much room because they don't feel that we we only gonna do it if we in trouble and we just dump it off because we ain't got nothing. But we don't target those those guys. They just give us room like crazy and drop back on the deep path in the dig patterns. They just give us room in underneath, but I just just noticed that when I was, you know, when you was running your your your, your little um your little clips here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I also want to say this: yeah. um, I love the positivity. Oh yeah, I, I I really do. Um, he showed the a mentality of a dog. Um, he talked about uh him trying to learn the game. Um. Mm-hmm. All those things are are so so great for a young player to come about, but I do want to have one little negative tone to it. Okay, no, nothing wrong. He with talked that. about he, he talked about you can hear him talk about Aaron Donald and also how teams are going to play him um, about trying to figure out things, and he's figuring out things from the defensive line point of view because he's getting great mentorship right. from guys like D Ware, even D law. You can't just, just don't, let's don't forget last year. He worked a lot with D law when D law was hurt, Big you know? So yeah. he, these guys are not, and I can't say that D law hadn't worked with Ware either. I can't say, we can't say that right. because it, it's this problem when the point of emphasis now are looking at that. But, uh, those things was very important for him to learn the small technique things to be a better pass rusher. Mm-hmm. That's why, as Cowboy fans, we need to stand on the table because we need a veteran Pro Bowl type of linebacker that has gone to Pro Bowls, that has learned how to play the, the small things of the linebacker positions, as I spoke to you before, to teach him the the smaller things for him to be able to dissect and to be able to become greater. Now, now are you Not saying for no that, three Coach? Or four years. Coach, are you saying that uh, based off of 
like like Super Bowl aspect of it, right? Like a linebacker with Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl aspect, a playoff experience. So, 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 that, so that, means, that means that you are in favor of Anthony Hitchens over Anthony Barr. Listen, listen, you, you, you read my mind. <laughs> Anthony Barr will be the same thing because Anthony Barr got skins on the wall because he's been a pro bowler. He's been a pro bowler, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Anthony Hitchens got skins on the wall because he has – played in big time games and learn how to, you know, teams attack you when they attack you differently and your weaknesses get really exposed when you get in the playoff situations you go so far. Right. The reason why I say that is because these guys gonna teach him techniques where maybe their athletic ability has kind of waned a little bit, but they still can play because of the mental. And it mm. seems like Parsons is looking for the mental because as he says, he started feeling a little bit. And, you know, when he was just talking jokingly about getting out there and just running, you know, just going out there without warming up. Because this is what's going to happen to him as his, as the physical kind of wane because of the being, getting beat up on, 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 the, on, the, on the field. But when he gets the mental with the physical, he's unstoppable. So this is what I say that we need a stopgap place here because I don't like him going in the room, not only for Parsons, but Parsons is out there. Like you said, he got four rookie linebackers and he's trying to tell them, you know, what the coach, he, really, he can give leadership because of his play and because they know he Michael Parsons, right. but there's things that they need to learn with him. Right? So mm -hmm. this is what a great move. If we can get a veteran, because when he looks around, he got a, the, uh, the president of uh, Demarcus Ware. He right. got the president of D-Law, people who have gotten skins on the wall that know how people have started to attack them after years because, you know, the NFL watches tape and they started attacking your weaknesses. Yeah. Right? Big fact. So, but when he looks in the linebacker room, who he, who he, who he looks at? himself in the mirror Who was that? <laughs> probably he's gonna look at parsons now even though they same year you know yeah at there, this point. there you go yeah so that's why this that would be the most uh key poem component of just getting this defense over the top and it's not all about how well hitchison or anthony barr plays Right, right. Because I, I got they're that. Play yeah, well. yeah, I got that part of it. I know a lot of people are only looking at it from the mindset of who is Anthony Barr. Yeah, you know I mean, or Anthony uh, Hitchens. I get it though. But Anthony Hitchens did. Uh, uh, he can't wear a Super Bowl or ring around Dallas. You know? Oh yeah, he yeah. might play well. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this thing. You no, know, it's mainly not. He's not getting out of Kansas City because of the fact that he's. Uh, you know, you know, it, it might be a, a salary type thing, but I think. He, you can't beat the playoff experiences he's had when going into big games and 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 seeing different philosophies that right. can teach Parsons a little bit to be able to be even greater at the position. Because we're looking at a player law that we you know we hone in on his pass rushing ability. We're looking at a player that's that's going to be universal that can do things that we have never seen before from both positions. He's going to kill guards on pass rush. He don't even have to line up on the. He's not a guy that got to line up on the on the edge and get to the quarterback. He can line up anywhere and get to the quarterback. Because. So that's why it's going to be universal. And 
And then we talked about the last point I want to make. You were talking about the, the, the trade. Right. I like the guy. The guy's, you know, he has potential. But we, we're just, we're, we're trying to load too many of them, too many receivers. We, right. we, we, we got receivers that if our game plan is correct with the, the talent we have, it's going to make the game easier for these receivers to do great jobs for us. Big we, we're trying to get receivers to try to, you know, trying to get all these receivers that, you know, potentially can be great and do kind of great things. But the blueprint is already set out there where we can make these receivers even greater if we utilize the things that we do best. Um, there was a couple of interviews that was talked about, and you didn't talk about the, the Zach Martin. You may the have Zach talked Martin. about the Zach Martin. No, no, you sent you me that, that that interview. I watched it, and he had some good, brilliant points, good leadership points on that. And what he was saying is they're getting back to consistency, basically, just to paraphrase. And you know how you get back to consistency? Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott yeah. Yeah. echoed about consistency of offense. Yeah. And he said the way you get back to consistency or you be consistent in offense is you be physical. Yeah. And Zach Martin was talking about that he wanted this team, to, the, the mantra of this team to get back to this offensive line to be the uh, bell cow of this team. Right. And the way you get back to being the bell cow of this team, and you, we were talking about the mentality of it being a physical team approach, the two measures of how you measure a physical football team starts with your offensive line uh-huh. and your defense. No doubt, Coach, man. You're right on the money, man. I'm going to let these other callers in. And, uh, and Coach, man. You, Law, keep doing what you're doing, brother. And, and, and man, just check that out, man. Just, just, just check that out, man. We were talking about the Tony Pollard and, and the Zeke Elliott, man. Yeah. When you just be watching these, these clips, man, just watch how much room people give them. They just don't even think we going there. Right, right. You already know. <laughs> I'll Appreciate let you later, Law. Appreciate you, man. Good call from Coach, man. Uh, always a pleasure listening to Coach. The conference has been locked. We got the 757. You live. Hello. Hello. Oh, you just hung up. All right, 971. JP. What's up, Lost? None to it, man. Talk to me. Okay, there's two things I want to touch on real quick. No doubt. Okay, you got to watch this season. This year, you got to say, okay. Don't don't lie to me, and don't tell no secrets. Mm-hmm. To try to cover up some shit stuff you did last year. Excuse my language, but you good, you good. You know how they lied about the Zeke injury and everybody else injury, then they had to be out. Yep. And hurt the team. You know, all season. You know, they lied the whole and they kept secrets the whole yeah. the whole year basically. So. That's two things don't come out lie to us about. Don't right. lie to us and don't keep secrets. Right. And they've been right. doing that for a long time. Yeah, so, you know, just come out and tell us. McCarthy, Jones, just tell us, hey, Zeke got an injury. Such has got an injury. You know, hey, we're going to set him out for a while. Put him on IR. Stop trying to get that money. Stop trying to work for make work hard. You hurt the team. Yep, JP, you're right. Um, one thing I can tell you, man, uh, this team need to work on that a little bit more. I, I think that other teams know how to utilize that. I think when we played against the Kansas City Chiefs, 
they was hesitant to say whether or not the honey badger would play or not. They were saying, ah, it looks like it's very severe. It's going to be a situation where we don't know right now, right? So the Cowboys yeah. leading up to that week, they was looking at it like the yep. secondary was kind of porous. They had another injury. They had multiple injuries. And got dogger right before kickoff, breaking news, the honey yep. badger will play. And I think that that's where the Cowboys need to really focus in on, like one of the things that they need to improve on is just being deceptive, yeah. deceiving the, uh, the the people a little bit. Will work yeah. because uh, it's a reverse psychology to it as well. There's a guy by the name of Bill Belichick. He would put down his guys are injured all the time, right? <laughs> He's like, if it's a hangnail, he'll put down an injury report. It's a hangnail. We don't know how severe it is, but Tom Brady may not play this week. You know, he did not practice. Or or they, they put down things to mislead the public, whereas on the opposite end, the Cowboys, they go with, hey, this could be breaking news. We got – we got forty to fifty. We got forty to fifty reporters, right? That work for independent right, right. newspaper. That's now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They gonna break news if a dog crossed the street. Breaking news at the Star in Frisco. Right. A dog crossed the street with a Michael jersey with with, with, a, with a Michael Parsons jersey on. So there's so many yeah. things that I don't think that the Cowboys front office and organization would be able to keep secret. The only thing I didn't like about that is how they had all those injuries and they waited all the way to the end of the season. <laughs> right, to let us know. Playoff time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then, oh, okay, well, Zeke got a tear here and such and such is injured here. And then you out there playing, but you're stopping the progress of the other young players yeah. from getting their reps, from getting their extra money. So you are really debilitating, you know, your team because you're playing favoritism and then you are hurting our, our chances of going to another round. Who knows what the other young player could do? He he, he could be he could be a gym. You don't find out because he's on the bench. Big and facts. Another thing I want to hold on is mm-hmm. stop trying to trade for a wide receiver when you got talent on the roster already. Fix your defense. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by fix your defense is Anthony Brown got his money right. Big How facts. How many years he played? He got his money. Jordan Lewis he got his money. All right. Now you got all this other. T- Talent, young talent, wide receivers out here need to. Sh- I mean, sorry, DBs need to show their skills, hone in, stop the progress, stop hating on the progress, because you ain't gonna get no better. Right. Everybody said, "Oh well, hey, fix your defense." Yeah. And you- then you can move to the second round, then, then in the championship round, then Super Bowl, fix it. You know, you know what? I I, I agree with you. It, it, I, I believe. I, I believe. Needs to stay. I, it st- still, he'll need to stay. I believe you, man. I, I think that if if you could put the toothpaste back into the tube, you know, you you would have kept Robert Quinn, right? You would have said to yourself, man, eleven sacks, man. We don't we don't get that man. often. <laughs> you know, double digit sacks, man. We don't get that often. What what money he's looking fix for? Your, yeah, you would have kept defense. that one. Yeah, fix your defense because you go back and look at all the all the, they struggled. In yeah. the playoff game, in the game before that, and they got down to it. It was too late. The defense tightened up at the end. All the holes in the secondary. Right. And we got holes in the secondary still. We, we still do. And regardless yeah. of what, who says, they can argue. I may see you up there in Oxnard. Or I may not, but we're going to argue about that secondary for yeah. sure. Nothing wrong with that, JP. We got to, you know man. That, that, so, that's the football nature so, that so, does, man. So 
what I'm asking you is you got to watch the Joneses and what they say and listen real closely and break everything down because they got secrecy and favoritism. Oh, they pay that contract money. They want you out there on the field. <laughs> but you're stopping the progress. Hey, you tr- tr- trade me. Trade them or let them go. No, no doubt, man. I appreciate you, right. man, for calling Hey, I that. love the show, Sip. Yeah. I love the show, Sip. Appreciate you. You know, so uh, we on them collard greens and well, we on them yams over here. So they're uh, doing the mystery, boys, you know. But, yeah, I just want to holler at you. No doubt, Love it. Um, hey, stay up. Hey, check out the Finney JP show here in the future. So, hey, you know, I want to, I want to see you. I want to see you live somewhere in Oxnard, Dallas. I'm going to meet up with you. Most certainly, man. I definitely, man, we're going to do some uh, shows out there when I get out there to Oxnard. Florida is willing. But I appreciate you, JP. Okay. All right. Hey, holla at you. Hey, salute. Love you. What's up? What's up? You too, boys. Yeah, sip boys all day, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, them sip boys, baby. Baby, baby. That's my guy right there, JP, man. Uh, uh, So I can't wait to see him out there in Oxnard. And he was the last caller for the day, man. I really appreciate you guys so much for jumping in and being part of this episode. And... He's right, you know, but this is the thing with the Cowboys. We will, we will, we will get mad if we don't make moves, and we get mad if we do make moves. And sometimes the moves that we do make, it don't be the right moves. And then sometimes the move that we don't make be the right move. And this season, heading into the 2022 season, a lot of people is looking at this team like we were coming off of a five and twelve career yeah right year and it was really a 12 and 5 season I think on the defensive side of the coin if we can get Kelvin Joseph Nashawn Wright to step up to match up on the opposite side of my guy Trayvon Diggs this defense will be and I'm not I'm not casting shade or or aspersions on Anthony Brown but I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at that spot I'm trying as uh, far as Malik Hooker, I, I think the world of him, I think that the defense with him playing in the middle of the field, if he can stay healthy, that's why they, they believe something in, in, in my guy, Malik Hooker. They signed him to a two-year deal. They believe in something. They believe in something that he brings to the table. And it could be fantastic. Right, Cowboy Nation? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, run it up, uh, Big Sarge. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Joseph equal bust. Well, let's give him a chance to be that bust, you know. Uh, when, it, when it was available for him to play, he, he didn't look suspect out there. So uh, let's give him a chance, though. We can't, we can't not give him a chance and then say, okay, yeah, he's a bust, right? Give him a chance to fail, right? Give him a chance to be that guy, to be inconsistent if that's the situation and scenario. Um, and, and, and my thing is, y'all know I, I, I love the DBs, and I really think that this DB class that we have now, that they can make a difference. But they got to get out there and make it happen, right? And that's what I'm looking at. Even Like I said, even with Kelvin Joseph, when I did this, uh, this assessment, he's fast. He's a 4'3 guy. He's physical. I think that the weight that he have is a little bit stronger. He he is a more stickier coverage DB than what we have out there out of an Anthony Brown, even a, a Diggs. Now, granted, 
I understand the off the field situation this off season. I get it. But until something else happened, keep him out there. Let him continue to work. I think that that's Deshaun Watson. That's what he's doing. He's not folding up like a wallet or a lawn chair. He's waiting till the officials say something that they take him off the field, right? So we got to have that same mindset. Uh, Quandry Mosley, uh, Robert Wallace, yeah, I, I like his skill set. I think he's going to be a special team guru. I think that all of those things, mirroring, facing the opposition, strength, tenacity, I think that if you add those things to the puzzle, then you got something that you can work with, Cowboy Nation. Uh, but it is what it is. We can't cry over spilled milk. Let those boys play. Uh, uh, y'all say all the time, law, stick to sports, stick to football. Well, I want y'all stick to sports, stick to football. Because if you don't know the legal ramifications of something and you're speaking out of turn, then at the end of the day, the fool will look like you, you know. So I'm not calling y'all fools. I'm just saying that what can he do on the field as it relates to press, playing in zone, coverage, those type of things? Can he win you games? Now worry about the legal stuff and the outside noise when it comes to B. Because we've seen the way this team handle and operate those things from the outside. There's a guy that wore, wore, wears 21 on his team, Ezekiel Elliott. Never been arrested, but got cast a real big shadow over him for things he did do or didn't do or was accused of. But the outside noise was so heavy, Molly was crying. I was once abused. Got that man suspended. Don't be the court of public opinions, Cowboy Nation. But let's watch the field, the battle, when those boys get out there and play. That's what I'm looking for. Dak Prescott, zero excuses, right? Going into his seventh year. All of those boys from that 2016 class, they're still here. Anthony Brown, he still got to fight. I like putting the pressure on him because that's when he got to stand up, right? And fight, even though he get used and abused during the offseason. That's okay, right? If he can exhibit the exact same season that he had last year, I'll take it minus the Raiders game. And, of course, that opener, the Buccaneers game. I'm looking for results. Jim Rowan once said, when the end comes for me, let it find me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. Meaning that I'm looking for a new challenge. So this offseason, these boys should be gravitated to that, that looking for that new challenge, Cowboy Nation. I thank y'all for getting me up to this level. I thank you guys for spitting your mind about this. But it's been 27 years. None of us been on this team for 27 years right I talked about this before the iron sharpen iron theory well they should look at it themselves TJ Vasher he got a high high hill to climb all of the love and adulations for the nation there's on Jalen Tobin 
I've been here longer than him. That should be his mindset, right? Simi should be like, hey, ponytail it all, the man bun. I run a 4-3-40. Y'all ain't got nothing on me. C.D. Lamb, I'm the best wide receiver out of that previous class. And y'all scoffed, passing me up. <laughs> and counting me out like J. Cole. But if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself with all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lied about, don't deal in lies or hate it and yet give way to hate it, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can better hear the truth, you spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your whole life for, broken and stooped and built back up again with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all of your winnings to risk it on one turn of pitch and toss to lose and start again at your beginnings never breathe one word of your loss. Dog it, that's why I like what Parsons said. I got to erase what happened last season. Huh? That's in the past. <laughs> it's time for me to regain and open up my mind for this year. I know that they got tape on me. I know that they watching. I'm going to give them something to see. Sack the quarterback. I'm the Terminator, right? If you can walk with kings and presidents, nor lose the comic touch. And if neither foe or loving friends can harm you. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. And you have unlocked the true meaning of what it takes to be a champion, right? Cowboy Nation. But most importantly, you have unlocked what it takes to be a man. These are what these boys need to do. Roll those sleeves up. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to any of y'all that's in the chat. Don't listen to nobody. Pop open that tape. Put out that sweat equity. Yeah, I want the short hands on the back of your neck to stand up. When you come into this war, this battle, this mindset, the reality of it is that a lot of people quit right before they cross the finish line. A lot of people say they want to give up now. This is when you got to kick it in to full gear. This is what you got to say to yourself when they talking about the Cowboys ain't going to do this. Oh, man, is it impossible for them to do that? Don't you know what the history is written for you? Accident waiting to happen? No, we are the America's team because we got heart. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let me get those up out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. That's what you got to do. Hate the day here. But... <laughs> we got to leave forward just a little bit. That's been my time. 
DC for life. We up out. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I wish I could fix that from YouTube. They got it. It would spoil a moment, right? But it is what it is. You can't stop a tank with no key. Y'all saw that jiggle. <laughs> Yo, let's roll. Nowadays, nothing really is ice when only one of me and nobody's like me. There ain't nothing but the haters. Y'all be sure to hit that like button and share this content. If not, shout to you, Jay Versa. The hat is on its way to your location tomorrow. I'm sending it out. Let's go. Let's go. Turn me up. Run it up. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move humble cause they hate in the jealousy. You know, I'm telling me, count up your blessings and run it up. Don't no worry about those fights. Really Only one of me and nobody like me. Phone ringing and I tell them it's right. I got one for y'all, bling a sheet. Please, please, photo, photo. Please, no photos. No, no, jeez. No, no, no. Please, no photos. I keep giving game away. I put game on layaway. Nation. I got paid to run it back, cowboy nation. Run it back. Be sure to check me out. Uh, check me out on I too. Thought to take the pain away. Roll cool TV. Amazon. Come on, y'all know who the real is. There we go. Come on. Get out the way, it's been a day Now you're all loose Now you got the pen and pad You're trying to take my moves Let's go Let's go, baby Come on Hey, they're everywhere Hey Get out of the way Come on Boy, the bots taking over, baby These bots, man, what's going on? <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. I don't know who's the bots, what they do, or how they get in, but baby, they be everywhere. But that's my time, Cowboy Nation. I really appreciate you guys so much, man. Uh, the, the mods are blocking as fast as they can, baby. Hey, bots, if y'all here, hit that like button, share this content, and tell a friend or a neighbor where to go when they want to tune in. If not, fatality. That's what you're getting right there. Let's go. Let's slow it down for everybody. I got to play my song before I go. Come on. Peace, love, and sunshine. Yo. That's what they are. I believe that those bots were sent in from this guy right here. Breaking news. Let's listen. I talk stuff, I thought we had it, but it goes to show you who's the better team, and I'm sticking Cowboys. <laughs> you're crying. What's she going to say? You're crying. I'm hurt. I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You're going to flap the hat one more time for the Eagles for the hard fight they did? Let's go, birds fly, Eagles fly. Still Super Bowl chance for now. <laughs> All right, Cowboy Nation, we about what love, baby. That can never get old. I could play that on repeat for about an hour. 
And I think you guys will all still be here, right? <laughs> Come on. Shout out to Monte. Come on, baby. <laughs> We're good. We about. Salute. can't talk now. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> oh, you think darkness is your ally? Come on. You have to be your biggest <laughs> fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Get some rest, Stephen White. One love. Salute. Thank you. 